Last week when you left here, you said, I'll see you guys in two weeks. No. I said, I'll see you next week. You did say, I'll see you boys in a couple weeks. I do remember that at the end of the show. It's like, oh, we're sending Drunk off for his bachelor party. And then you're like, all right, see you boys in a couple weeks. But then I just looked at the events, and obviously you didn't say that originally. He must be pretty confident about it, because he knows I have it on tape and that I'm going to go back and check. Yeah, if, I, sure. if I said it, I was out of my mind at the end of last week. I'm sorry. <laughs> we could have just been out of our minds. Maybe. Well, I could, you know, no, the, whole, the whole wedding planning. Drunk story is backed up on the uh, on the Facebook message, like the the. Yeah, event. that's what I'm saying. Like it's backed up. His original plans are documented on the Facebook group. But I mean, like we wished him well last week and said, "All right, we'll see you in a couple yep. of weeks." Yep, have a good wedding. Do it right. And even if we said it and he didn't, he didn't correct us either. <laughs> yeah, it would have been like, what are you talking about? I'll see you guys before that happens. <laughs> Previously on the Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks Internet Radio Program. Uh, Travis, I guess this is this is like the official WFOD bachelor party episode. That's because- right, baby. Where's the stripper? This is my last uh, episode as a single man. Drunk is... Going off to have a destination wedding, Travis. He will be gone the next couple of weeks. My last uh, episode as a single man. My last uh, episode as a single man. My last uh, episode as a single man. WFOD starts now. The Dub Fod. My name is Mike. I am joined by my good friend Surprise Guys. My good friend Drunkard STL is here. Howdy do. And the king of pranks, the albino alligator popcorn bitch, Mr. Travis Hulse. Hey! Travis, we're joined by a very special guest, uh, filling in are. for Drunk, who is here. <laughs> uh, from the Brand X podcast, from Rubberneckers, from the Boomer Bunker. Guy wears a lot of hats, Travis. Mr. John Jamingo is here. Hello, John. Gentlemen, I've, I finally made it. I made it to the big time. I'm on WDOF. Wait, yeah, WFOD. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Hey, if yeah. as long as you get all the letters, it doesn't matter what order they're in, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Travis, I have a topic that's right up John's alley. Uh, you know, last week when we were doing the show, we found out about the Bud Light thing. We did. Um, we did. That's exactly it. I think I brought up the Kid Rock part of it uh, on the show, or maybe it was off, off mic. I can't recall. Well, there's but, been a uh, whole week, Travis. A whole uh, week of it. Uh, it. It just keeps going, the Bud yeah, Light thing. I've seen the memes. And, and drunk, I, I have some separation from it. I've yeah. been thinking about it. I think I figured it out. Kid Rock equals 
or is greater than Bud Light, or is Bud Light greater than Kid Rock? Or? Now, John, walk with me for a minute here. Since uh, then, drunk, if you don't know, Travis Tritt has also distanced himself from the Bud Light. Yeah. But the offspring, the offspring, the band offspring has said, you know what? I am you're going to serve nothing but Bud Light. <laughs> and then how's the Oh, voice? they did? Yes. Well, that kind of ties into my theory, John. So, now, so what was the original issue? I forgot. So there's a trans person uh and this is this is in not just a this is not just a trans person either this is a contra controversial trans figure okay. even in the trans community that people are I, i've seen since this kind of popped up that they had earlier claims that this person was just a guy just dressing up like a gal for the fame whether for the fame whether controversial very popular very People popular. are paying very now. close attention to this person. And yes. this person was sent essentially a care package from Bud Light yeah. that said, hey, you're really popular. Okay. Here's a bunch of Bud Light. Why don't you make a video with all the Bud Light? Okay. Say Logan Paul's busy getting his face pounded in <laughs> uh, in the boxing ring. Uh, you're the next best, best thing. Now, Travis, <laughs> in 2019... It costs seven million dollars to air an ad on the Super Bowl once, right? And that went out to fifty million people once. And yeah. you're competing with not only a football game, but ninety other yeah. commercials, yeah, commercials. Right. as well as the uh, excuse to walk away from the television to go get the the snacks at the layout for the at the party, right? Right. right. And so not only do you have to pay the seven million bucks to have the 32nd Super Bowl ad, but you have to make something compelling to stand above all the other Super Bowl ads. And you can't just default to those goddamn horses all the time, right? Like, it's just you can't just parade the fucking horses out again and expect people to be like, oh, look, it's a bunch of horses again. Right. Yeah, but they were legendary. I know as a bush, we had Spuds McKenzie. We had the frogs. Remember we had the, the, the yeah we the also lizard. had um, the lizard the lizard the lizard yep. Frankie and Louie oh, we had all that what's up that was what's up? What's up? all that yep I think real real men of genius there's a lot of good stuff Travis, real with, men of genius with all of this stuff though I think that they got in a room and they said the name of the game isn't advertising anymore there's too many goddamn Netflixes. Everything is fr there's there's no Seinfeld anymore that captivates everyone that everyone sitting, sits down to watch. They're sitting in that boardroom saying these motherfuckers are paying an extra four dollars a month not to watch ads on Hulu. <laughs> right, Travis. <laughs> Nobody's watching it at the time either. They're DVRing it and fast forwarding through the stuff that you're paying for. Well, you're gonna right. you're gonna get a, an ad on on YouTube and get some YouTube clicks, Travis. Is that what you're gonna do? This is the way no, to do walk it. Walk away now. from that. And I'll tell you why. 10% on either side of the, the map gives a shit. 10% the Travis Tritts, the Kid Rocks, are mad enough to actually give a fuck about this. And, and, and the, they're probably still doing Bud Light a Solid. The, you're right. You're right. And that, that it fragments from there. 
Kid Rock fans. Ten percent of Kid Rock fans are gonna be like, "Fuck you, Kid Rock." Ben are Rock's awesome, <laughs> rabid enough to give a fuck. And so they've done the math. Eighty percent, the people in the middle, Travis, are not gonna take a stand on this. Don't give a fuck. In fact, we've all heard Bud Light way more recently, and probably start thinking, "Hey, you know, I like Bud Light." Yeah, I'll grab a couple because we don't care. I don't give a fuck. It's like, yeah, I could. Yeah. Who bad Bud Light sends free beers to? I don't care. And the other yeah, 10%. I could, I could go for a beer that I could drink 30 of and not even uh, notice. <laughs> the other 10% cares way more. Great. So they they did the math. They paid what? To make a commemorative can for this person to have their face on a can. Oh, that shit's cheap. Oh, That's, yeah. It's cheap That's to run That's all those. they paid for, Travis. And all of us are talking about them for free. Well, that's, well and that's the thing. We talked about the four, we used to talk about the 48 hour news cycle where it's everything, something else is going to pop up and drop off. But if you can cause enough of a controversy on social media, this, like Drunk said, it'll become memes. People will be talking, assholes like us will be talking about it on the podcast for two weeks. John, <laughs> I just saw them make like a, a parking lot full of Bud Light and run over it with a steamroller. Absolutely. Who bought all that Bud Light, John? Who bought it all? They did. It's ridiculous. Now, here's the other thing that I don't think anybody's thinking about. There's a thing called ESG that every corporation has to have a high score of. This is how they get their money from banks and stuff. ESG stands for environmental, social, and governance. And the higher your ESG score is, the better corporation you are. And if you're a... uh, you celebrate the LGBTQ plus community, then your score would be higher in social. So I think that's why Dylan's getting Nike contracts, Budweiser contracts. Wait, because- so you get you get points? <clears throat> what do you do with the points from the government? You get money. So from it the would bank. Be, it's almost like uh like you have a credit score. Well, ESG is another kind of score like that. So in other words, if you're you know, if you're not belching out carbon and you have a uh, uh, diversity and equity in your in your corporation and your uh, your governance is whatever they want, then your score is higher. So it's easier to get money and 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 people will be able to use your product and it'll be looked favorably. And I think this is why they're using Dylan. Listen, if I was in a feminine man right now. I would be putting on a bra. You cash that shit in. I'd be, I, yeah, I'd cash that shit in. Now, see, first you, of all, what do you got when, to lose? When Dylan first started and he was doing his my, this is day eighty five of me being a woman. I thought he was trolling us all, but then he went in and got surgery where he had his jaw softened and he did this stuff. And I was like, well, maybe he's not. Maybe you know. I mean, you, you go and have your face redone. That's you know that's, you're really ain't playing a part. Fucking with my face. Ain't Although at the same time, what isn't there that uh, porn gal or OnlyFans gal? What is her name? Like uh, Bell something? Bell Bell Delphine. Yeah, Bell Delphini. Wasn't she like like a twenty some year old gal? Then she went and got braces to make herself look more like young to like appeal to a bunch of fucking perverts. Like it's all money. I mean, I'd fucking it works, do something though, with Travis. my jaw to get a little cash. It works, Travis. <laughs> Right, somebody's probably paying for it. (laughs) But to be honest with you, she looks. Dylan Mulvaney looks like a twelve-year-old girl. Yeah, she has no breast. This is yet. 
I thought I, she still might be a troll, but now she's making so much money. I say go get some cans. Yeah, how do you turn back? You're making this yeah. kind of cash. You, wh- there's no stopping now. So, so would you say you've <laughs> right. chosen a side, Mike? I'm on the side of I don't give a fuck about any of this. I'm not going to boycott a company for sending her stuff to get attention. That's what we're all trying to do. We're all trying to get attention. That's why they keep resurrecting old intellectual property, Travis, because they know that we'll pay attention to it. Right. Like that we complain that they keep doing it, but we know why they're doing it. Yeah. Because if you come up with an original idea, nobody's going to fucking make it. Well, the other thing is right now, every, they said, okay, that's it from now on. I'm drinking Coors Light. Next thing you know, you see an ad with Coors Light with a rainbow behind it. <laughs> and then Jack Daniels. And I drink Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels all the time. And all of a sudden, I'm like, well, am I going to stop drinking Jack Daniels because now it's gay? No, I'm going to drink the shit out of it. Yeah, you, you like it. So why would yeah, you I like stop it, so purchasing why am I gonna it? Ch- I can't think of one thing that I would change because it's now uh, has a spokesmodel that has that is transgender. I, nothing. Nothing. It's a big nothing burger, but everybody wants to get all upset about it. Here's my situation with the transgender. I say if you want to dress and be a woman, you go do it. You know, but you can't say you're a woman. You're not. You think you're a woman, and that's fine. We can play that game. But you're not a woman. The only time I get upset is when you go after the children and when you go into women's sports because you have too much of an advantage. That's the only thing I have a problem with. Besides that, go live your life, be a woman, do it all. So you're saying be you, can't, you can't be more. born a dude and go women's women swim? <laughs> is that what you're saying? I, I the, the the competitive do advantage f- I don't like. Do you follow Zuby on Twitter, Mike? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's 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 pretty well like uh, anti woke. He's like this anti woke English black dude who's like a rapper or whatever. It doesn't matter. The the point of me bringing him up is I think it was in 2019 he competed in like the women's deadlift competition, um, the world women's deadlift competition because he he identified as a woman during that competition and just like smoked everybody and destroyed the records and then walked out of the competition and started identifying as a man again. Oh, so he was just a woman for that day. He identified as a woman when he walked in the doors of that competition. Yes. That just happened in Canada. There was a, a transgender last year, a, a weightlift competition broke all the records. And in Canada, if you just walk in and say, I'm a woman, they're like, okay, so a guy walked in who's a power lifter, he's a man, and he goes, I'm a woman. And they're like, okay. And he just went in and crushed everybody's record by like hundreds of kilos. Like he, uh, the, they broke this, the bench press by over a hundred pounds. And I think the deadlift was a lot more than that. And, and so now it becomes a joke. And this is the problem I have is the reason we have women's sports is so they can go in there and be competitive. They can't be competitive or they would just be playing with us. Can we just be go back to where there, we are locked again? There That's has to be do. something figured out. I don't know what the something is, but it, it it's it's creepy. And I don't know why you would want to do it. I don't I mean, wouldn't you just feel like a like a piece of shit? Like if you just went in there and you no, knew we'll that you were cheating, and you know, you know, and maybe in cheating your head, isn't even regardless, even the word of, is cheating. No, the word? it's not. But I mean, you 
No, I, you know, in your head, like, even if you, if you're a trans and you fight men, that's, that's your life. That's more power to you. But you have to know in your head that you have like a, uh, in, inherited genetic advantage in competitions like that, yeah. that, uh, is going to like put you ahead of the game. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not the guy with the answers. I'm as libertarian as it comes when it comes to like people living their lives. Like I do you, man, like live your life, be good to people. But like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not the guy with the answers, but I can see where some people are coming from here. I think it's a plan to destroy masculinity. I think that what they want to do is they want to soften men. We've been doing that since the term metrosexual popped up, right? Yeah, but like, who, yeah. who's they, John, specifically? Who who got in a room uh, and well, said... I, I don't want to get into the globalist thing. The Russians. <laughs> the Chinese. Hey. Are, are these the people below the Denver airport? Could be. Could be. So they, I don't they know meet that. up every I don't know day where they are. and they go down there and they say, we should make everybody ladies. That, ass, that airport is massive. Mike, did did you ever read the Department of Truth after after it was my pick of the week that time where they were talking about those conspiracy theories that were they were making come true by putting them in people's heads? No, that sounds fun, though. I it's super fun. You got to track it down. There's like three volumes right now. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald runs like the agency uh, because he wasn't actually the guy who killed them. They just put that in everybody's head to like uh, make the conspiracy come to life. So they, they just so let's him. go. Let's not get into the globals. Let's just say the feminists wanted to take and knock men down a peg or two. So the feminists were like, you know, we, you know, this is masculinity. Masculinity is toxic, and men are like, well, we don't want to be toxic. So you know, we'll sit there, and and I've heard this before, where where they say, you know what, you you can't talk. You have to listen. You have to listen. Sit there and listen. You can't have an opinion because you're part of the problem. You're a man. And so I'm like, okay, I'll listen. And then I listened and I was like, well, this is bullshit. Okay. So you can believe whatever you want, but I'm going to continue to do what I do. Well, I'm still supposed to, I'm still, still supposed to be the, the masculine uh, in terms of supporting my family, take care of my kids, protecting everybody, protecting my wife, but also be a little bitch boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the thing is, this is what's going to be the crazy part is men are going to have to come to the rescue again because women have let the transgender in out of being kind, being kind. They allowed them in and now they're in there. It's like a Trojan horse. Now they're in there and who's going to have to come in and save them, men. But John, is, is that the women who have done that? Or is that like a generational thing? Like the, no, it's the women. The women want to be kind. They don't want to be nasty. They want to be kind. Oh, you know what? She believes she's a woman. So she's a woman. You know, okay. I think right. I've I've told you guys my theory before about the generations all wanting to rebel against their parents. So the generation before ours had us, Travis, and we had right. Eminem. Yep. And Eminem said, fuck you to Tipper Gore for trying to police his language. So then we grew up and we had kids and we all st still said the F word for homosexuals. And now our kids want to rebel against us. How are they going to do that? Some, Travis? some of us still do. <laughs> They're going to say, you can't say the F word for homosexuals. And we say, well, yes, we can. And we have the generational go round over and over again. The next generation is all going to be Fred Durst's, John. The whole generation. I never... 
Yeah, I was gonna say I never called a homosexual the F slur. Oh, we all did. I only called we called each no, other no, the I F slur. Straight people, straight. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I I will get a hundred percent on board with that. As I never yeah. use the F slur in regards to a homosexual person. It never. was always my buddies. <laughs> exactly. Yes, and they took that away from us. Yeah. Now we're not even now to say that. How, we, how many oh, times do they course. say it in the movie Waiting? At least one. Listen. Yeah. You can't oh my kick, god! You can't kick each other in the nuts anymore either. I hear. Yeah, they said it so many times in that movie. Drunk. <laughs> can't you know, know bag anymore either. Or? You no. know what the worst part about online uh, feminism is? Just, I mean, to kind of stay on topic, but go off topic to kind of get away from this. Is today I saw a tweet from somebody that said, uh, "I don't know how we ever got to this point." where uh, we thought that sticking a penis in a woman's mouth was a good thing, but blowjobs have to stop if we're ever going to take back our power. And I was just like, man, that's gone. They've gone too far, Travis. The thing I blocked that person, by the the okay symbol with where you make the the circle with your thumb and your finger. We love yeah, the that, thing that Travis. the thing that Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't he do that at the end of uh, this is okay this commando is okay. or something it was like, okay say, for John's okay. generation for us if you looked at it I got to call you the f slur and kick you in the butt the next generation Travis they took it away from us and they said now it means white power or something we can't, no, do, it can't do this no more you can't do it yeah it means white power now what? drunk when? they took it that's that been mean? Hitler for like two years now drunk where you been yeah so. Here's what happens. You have some kids on Fortran and they go, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start a thing where we take the OK sign and we're going to make it a white supremacy sign. (laughs) And they start it as a rumor. And then it comes and then everybody jumps on board and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that worked. We did it. (laughs) And listen, Travis, I'm going to tell you something. Feminists don't have to worry about the blowjob thing. They've done something to do away with the blowjob. It's called marriage. (laughs) <laughs> that's what does away with the blowjob. Uh, that's a thousand percent true. That's uh, I'm right what? on I'm, board I'm, with you there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I still text people this. I'm Can't do it anymore, drunk. It's bad. No, do the thumbs up if you're gonna do anything, man. You cannot do okay. Drunk. I'd give it this. You know what I do? I'd give it the old sunglasses where you do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drunk, I How do, um, do this. Now we do this. I'm excited that you're here know. because I get to share something very special with you. Yeah. Uh I love music lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty much my favorite you? in the entire world. If there's anything we know about Mike. I love music lawsuits, Travis. I do. He loves music and lawsuits. there's a doozy. Uh there is a uh, it, it's an estate of a 1990s group um called Steely and Cleavy, Travis. You ever heard of Steely and Cleavy? I have never heard of Can't Steely and Cleavy. Um, well, I think that they're Spanish fellas. I'm pretty sure because this all sounds very Spanish. In fact, when I was looking for other people doing commentary on this music lawsuit, I found like a whole bunch of 30 minute videos, but they all sounded like this. Tú dijiste ahorita que, por ejemplo, Bad Bunny no estaba en esta demanda, pero que también utilizó estos patrones rítmicos. Hay gente que no parece. I have no idea what they're saying. You didn't run that through Google Translate or something? I didn't. No, no. Very effeminate Mexicans. So Steely and Cleavy, one of them's dead. One of them died in 2009. Okay. I think it was Cleavy. Steely's still around. Okay. They're suing uh, over a hundred different song writers. Like, like, there's a hundred songs named in the suit claiming that they all stole from him. In fact... A friend of ours, Travis, uh, Marty James from uh, 
scapegoat wax. He he helped write that Despacito, that song with Justin Bieber. You remember oh, that yeah, song? Oh, yeah, sure. I, I got a clip of it. I messaged him, Travis, and I was like, hey, Marty, are you getting sued? And he LOL'd. I talked to him for like an hour, Travis, earlier today. <laughs> uh, five songs that he co-wrote are named. Oh, in five suit. of his co-written songs are, are in the lawsuit? Yeah. Uh, he has five songs. But if he LOL'd, he doesn't seem like he's worried about he's it. He's not worried about <laughs> it. No, he, he, he was explaining it to me. I What I asked was, because I'm listening to some of the songs named in the suit. They all have that like that that uh that drum beat, you know. What I'm talking about doom, 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 doom. it sounds like every, yeah, so like it, every bad bunny song. <laughs> so what's that like the isn't that Alejandro by Lady Gaga? Is that in there? I don't it, it wasn't na- in what I saw, I didn't see it, no. But uh so this is the original. This is the song that they're claiming started the whole fucking thing, Travis. So they're suing the Macarena as well, then, right? I was just going to say, that sounds like a 16-bit Macarena, doesn't yeah, it? It's, it's like Mario dancing to the Macarena. Can you play that again? <laughs> yeah, here it is, John. It's an instrumental. There's no lyrics. John, John, if you guys could see John doing the Macarena, he remembers. Hey, Macarena. Huh. Uh, so, Travis, I asked <laughs> That's him. That's the like, basis for, like, all... American Latin music is that right there. I said, are are they suing you for a drum beat? Like, they can't copyright a drum beat, can they? And he said that it is not the drum beat. It is something involving going from the one chord to the six chord in a certain amount of time. That is what they're trying to claim. Aren't there only so many chords and only so many ways you can go from chord to right. chord? There, there's, <laughs> there's not very many. So, uh, yeah, I, I I'm curious to see how it goes. It should just be thrown out like immediately because uh, it, it's pretty crazy. Cleavy must be pretty broke. Then is that the moral of this story? Well, one of them's fucking dead, so it's just yeah, their family. I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, you broke. figure you toss that out, hundred plaintiffs, maybe two of them are big enough that they're just like, I'm not gonna deal with this fucking guy. Just settle, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's just like the when that. Uh, what were those uh, the podcast troll people that were going through the copyright troll <laughs> oh, guys? Yeah, they I was kind of just going to say the same thing. They're like, oh, if we sue every single podcaster, somebody will probably give us money and to go away. Gets, if he gets $100,000, that's a million pesos right there. He's fucking right. living like a king. Well, remember, he went after the big ones. He went after Adam Carolla, and he went after a couple other big podcasters. Yeah. And everybody from podcasting were like losing their mind because if they would have got the copyright for podcasting, we would have been all at the begging at their feet please give us a podcasting license so we can go on and talk about comic books and yeah <laughs> i didn't hear how that ended did they just throw it out yeah it was thrown out yeah. it was thrown out but it was a big thing for for a little while for like a year yeah. or so yeah yeah it cer- certainly was everybody's balloon knot was very very puckered well i can tell you what <laughs> what you're kind of thirsty you thirsty oh drunk travis i got drunk another cola uh I took the uh, theme song off. You, you, why would you ever take it off? Why would there? you take the theme song off? I needed an extra space. Because the fucking king I needed an extra space for uh, Fish Market. 
That's actually exactly what happened. I had That's too the many clips. The name of the song is Fish Market. Yeah, and I, and I took uh, I took the King of Cola off because I didn't think that drunk was coming. But I have it. I you have you it get still. rid of like my wife. I'll make him try them all. I'll do it for you. I am the show controller. He'll tell you if it's good or bad, cause drunk's the fucking king of cola. So I gotta say, I think we might be starting a new Why did why did I open this for you, drunk? Why you're, you're like a bartender. You don't want him to take you're, it home. You're much more of a man than I oh, am. Okay. Okay. Uh so yeah, describe what you have. So we might be starting a new category here. I have a WBC Marchino Cherry Cola. Ooh. Craft soda, 100% real sugar. So how do we tag these flavored colas? So, yeah, that's the thing. I, if we're starting a cherry cola, I guess I need a Pepsi, wild cherry Pepsi, and a cherry Coke next time. Okay. And then I guess the peeps would have to go under that category as well. Oh, flavored colas. So I'll just have a separate. Uh, yep. Hey, John, hey, drunk, I, I got a question for you. How do you cleanse your palate between the colas? Uh, I, the just had cracker? A, I just had a mean bean monster coffee. Oh, <laughs> it's the best way to that's the best way to cleanse your palate is to drink a canned coffee. Yes. OK, I was just checking. <laughs> it's very scientific. John. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, man. All right. So hey, listen, um, Micah, who, am I to, who am I to sit there and talk to somebody that is a cola expert? Well, here we go. Right. Right. There it goes. It's a good. You know, no sniffing or swirling or anything like that. Or it's no. just a straight drink. It's no. all about drinkability. All right. Plenty of carbonation in there. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're gonna so, have to hit that burp button soon. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so what I would say is that would be a very good. I would drink this every day for about two weeks, and I'd probably get tired of it. Is the cherry a lot? It seems like it's very cherry forward um, from its labeling, at least. Yeah, I've had more cherry e e e e cola, but. It is. It does have a nice cherry node to it. A cherry node. Yeah. Um, does it have a lingering aftertaste? I would say it has your standard dra- uh, craft cola aftertaste. I'm gonna give this uh, eight point two. Eight two. Okay. It's in the eights. That's pretty good. Yeah. See now, you classify eights as kind of the higher tiers of cola. Right. It's no Bowen. That's just gross. Yeah. All right, so can I ask Donker a question? So, like, where would Coke be on that scale? Uh, well, I think I have it right down here. Oh, did we recto- retroactively put scores on for the original cola I, test? I gave him the list, Travis, to kind of mill over. Uh, I did the research to go back and find. Uh, so Pepsi was like high eights. Coke's was in the sevens. Oh, so he's more of a Pepsi drinker than I, a Coke. Yeah, yeah. He I, found I was, that out, John, because I didn't tell him what was what. I just asked him what he Well, liked. then I kind of grew up drinking Pepsi, too. So I, I'm a Pepsi guy. I'm, yeah. You I, know, I've seen it's lots the of, choice of the new generation. people, including Mr. Hulse. Britney, Britney Spears fucking got me. <laughs> all say that they did not like the Peep Pepsi. Really? But so I, gross. I loved the was, Peep Was it Pepsi. too sweet for you? Yeah, too sweet. Even my daughter, she just turned 14. Uh, she had to dump out half of a 7.5 ounce can, which really? 7.5 ounces is next to nothing. And she was like, I can't do this. So let, let me ask you this. 
Do you still have some? Yes, I do. So, so why you <laughs> and put, I plan I plan on holding on to a couple of cans too. Oh yeah. Why, why you put about three and a half ounces of Jim Beam in there, and then tell mm. me how you feel about it? Yeah, I could see that going pretty decent with like Captain or something, like because the the spice rum would probably calm that uh, super sweet taste, right. and it would almost bring it more like a vanilla Captain. So I could yeah, see that yeah, would yeah, be okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, I don't really drink uh, full sugared beverages because they are uh, like bombs in my stomach. You're, it makes like, me sick you're to a my diet stomach. guy. I'm a diet ah, guy. Yeah. That's gross. Dubfod goes hard. It's time once again for the Hollywood Beat with your inside source, Drunk. And this week, Drunk talks to Hugh Grant about his new film, Dungeons and Dragons, in theaters now. How'd you end up on this. It just uh, just came through the email and suddenly, and I did not know the game, but I'd heard of it, uh, and I thought, uh, this probably isn't for me, but then I read it, and was highly entertained. I'm never entertained. I'm, it's very difficult to please me with script. And uh, I, I laughed, I genuinely laughed. It's not a comedy, is it? And I thought, uh, so they gave you money. For this week's horse report, he watched Cocaine Bear and says, no horses. Thanks, Pepper. Unzip your fly and drop your pants. It's time to do my silly dick wiggle dance. Don't meet gaze long, but you can take a glance. It's time to do my silly dick wiggle dance. I've seen Paris and I've seen France, but you ain't seen my silly dick wiggle dance. Line them up, sell tickets in advance. They'll all want to see my silly dick wiggle dance. Once again, WFOD, wheelbarrow full of dicks.
Travis, I uh, I have America's favorite next favorite game show, um, and, and I I only made three rounds of it because when I started making it, I was like, oh, this this isn't good. I think this is the first time that that has ever happened where you've been like, I made a game. It's oh, not very whoa, 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 whoa. It's all coming back to me now. Okay. I didn't say it was my last week. You said it was my last week because you wanted to play What's in Drunk's Mouth. Yeah, I wanted to play Drunk What's in Drunk's Mouth your last week. Yeah, because I never said it was my last week. You said it was my last week. That's true. He did, Drunk did not <laughs> say it was his last week until the end of the show. <laughs> he didn't correct me. You're right. You planted it in his head. You planted it in his head like Bud Light. Guys, so you subliminally mind fucked me into thinking it was my last week last week because you want to. Yeah, you're like those weird plant things in The Last of Us. I subliminally mind fucked him, Travis. You hear this? Yes. I I implanted it. Mm hmm. I That's true. You're just you're just like Hollywood, plug in drunk full of pedophilia. You wanted us to think it was drunks last week. Tried to get drunk to suck my tongue. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Oh Lord, that's so gross. Okay, so Travis, I don't even I don't even have a name for the game yet, but I, I heard that uh, Mari Povich retired a couple what? of months ago. Mari Povich, he's done. Eighty one, eighty two. Did you look it up? Uh, he's he's an elderly I don't have man. my phone, or else I would look at my. He should have retired a long time ago with his his uh, then hot wife Connie Chung. Mark yeah, Polish she was smoking it. back in the day. I she bet, was I smoking she's hot. Still a looker. So I guess yeah, she could be. I guess what this game is, it's it's the the Mari Povich phobia game because I don't know if you remember this. People are scared of Mari Povich. What Mari Povich used to do is he used to bring people on that had phobias, and then he'd scare the shit out of them. Uh, oh, so like if you were afraid afraid of clowns, he would like parade a bunch of clouds in front of you. Yeah, yeah, he'd like scare the shit out of you with a bunch of clowns. He'd just that's, have them run good. out there, and then you'd run that's, away from the clowns. The only thing I really remember about Mori is that ain't my baby Mori. Yeah, that's uh, good TV though. Parading <laughs> clowns in front of uh, so what is, what is the name for people who are afraid of clowns again? And, and if he didn't do that, he would fucking put uh, teenagers in boot camp. Those were his two episodes. Isn't it clownophobia? No, it's like big shoes phobia or something. I don't know. So, Travis, do you want to hear the theme song to the Mari Povich uh, phobia yeah. game? It's you my favorite part song, of any game, game that we play. Uh, the Mari Povich phobia game. That's oh, the name okay. of the shit. Don't you hug Mari Povich, he's gonna scare you. He knows all your phobias, and here it comes. So, I'm gonna play a clip where they beep out what the person's scared. Travis. Yeah, bud. Maury or Jerry? Oh, Jerry, right? In his peak? It's totally Jerry. <laughs> like, that show started out, if if people are not familiar how Jerry Springer started out, it was just like a regular talk show, like yeah, Phil Donahue like, like or anything Oprah, like that. Right. And one time, somebody fought on stage, and it was their highest ratings ever. And they're like, oh, let's just bring a bunch of rednecks on here. They're going to fight each other. And uh, people love the shit and out of it. And then we'll find these ladies to get their tits out. And yep. And then, the, yeah, boom. find ladies who slept with like six different guys. We'll bring three of them. We don't even know where the other three guys are. <laughs> they might be dead somewhere. And uh, we'll be like, hey, which one do you identify as your boyfriend? And we'll put him on stage first and then pray the other ones out. Yeah. 
And then they came out. My favorite one was when they brought the dwarfs out. They had one dwarf woman that was cheating on uh, her dwarf with another dwarf. And the two dwarfs came out and they were swinging. That's awesome. But the one guy had flipper arms. And uh, so when he got knocked down, he couldn't stand up. So he would roll over to a chair. He would like roll over to the chair. And oh, then I would, think I remember oh, this. It is the best. It is absolutely What's best. What's a I, flipper I arm? Go. Like he didn't have fingers? Yeah, he was like his hands were like right here. He only had like real flipper He's like a T-Rex. Yeah, oh. kind of like a T-Rex. Oh, they, so yeah. they, they didn't go all the way out. I would assume you could go on like a crazy, ridiculous Jerry Springer rabbit hole on YouTube and be very entertained for a long time. Travis, I had a lot of fun with the Mari Povich uh, phobias. You'd have to be born in the 90s, though, to get any sort of enjoyment out of that. Drunk, I'm going to play. Earlier, I'm sorry. I'm going to play you this clip. Okay. This is somebody. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Oh, Drunk's going to put his uh, blindfold on, Travis. Oh, is it one of these things where we should be. Sensory deprecating, deprivating. Yeah. yeah. And, and I beeped out when they mentioned the thing. But you have to try to determine what the person's afraid of. And then Mari Povich is going to bring it out and they're going to run away. So okay. once you guys. I love the fact that drunk has the glasses over the mask. That's his jam. <laughs> so here's number one, Travis. Um, uh, I have a girlfriend of mine had bought shampoo that had a picture on, on, the, on the scented shampoo. Yeah. And she had bought it. And I, I went into the bathroom, didn't know it was in there. Went to take a shower, ran right out the house. Because there was a picture of I made her take, I made her take it off the, the picture. But off the can bottle. you remember back in your childhood? I mean, did somebody hit you over the head? No, no. You swallowed. I, no, it's been just as far back as I can remember. It's just steadily gotten worse and worse as time has gone on. You want to be cured, though? Yes, yes. I want to be able to walk into a store and be able to go down the Are aisle. you going to kill me if I bring in a... Uh, I don't know. You <laughs> might want to stay back. Travis, what's that guy afraid of? What would be it's on got, a Was that a shampoo bottle? Yeah. I have a guess, but I'll let... Go for it, John. No, do it. My guess is a baby. Yep. For no more tears. Okay. <laughs> mm, you, you know, it couldn't be. A, that's not a bad guess. Oh, thank you, John. What's Procter and Gamble? Is that a moon? Um, He's afraid of the moon. Yeah, I'll just <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Give me the moon. I'll take the moon. <laughs> Give me the moon. Drunk. What do you got? A cornucopia. Cornucopia. Guys, it is a. Uh... Grin the peaches. I didn't add those beeps, Travis. That was him cursing it. So that Presidents of the United States of America song must freak that dude the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. So, I missed it. What was it? What was he afraid of? Peaches. Peaches. So they bring out this big. Platter stripper named Peaches of Peaches and chase him with it, and that's the show. You know, I'm not lying. I think I know more dudes with the nickname Peaches than females. I think I know what the problem was. He had an aunt Peaches <laughs> who had like a real furry chin and a stinky breath, and she always wanted to kiss and hug him. And then uh, that was it. He couldn't handle peaches anymore. John, I, I could th- eat a I, peach. I, gonna, I could eat a peach for hours. You're gonna get round two. This one. So I'm sorry. Okay. Side note. Uh, last week I went to KFC and got a double down. Yeah, very gluttonous, by the way. Yeah. Did you know KFC has an exclusive 
peach Mountain Dew? No, I didn't. No. It's yeah, fuck- KFC and Taco Bell typically have a it exclusive Mountain so Dew. It is so fucking good. I'm not kidding you. A peach Mountain Dew? Yes. <laughs> I guess now I got to try it. I, I, I typically don't like Mountain Dew or any of its subsidiaries, but. Drunk's pick of the week is Peach Blast Mountain Dew. I believe it's called Sweet Lightning. Sweet Lightning. All right, John, here's round two of the Mari Povich phobia game. <gasps> what is it about? I can't see. I don't want to look at them. That scares you to death. I can't see them. I can't touch them. I can't hear them. I just, I just. <laughs> A noise. They make a noise? They and they make a noise. Now, this goes back to a traumatic period in your life when you were about two years old. 34 years ago. And, and a terrible thing happened. You were hit by a car. No, I was run over by a pickup truck. You were, okay. Run over by a pickup truck. All right, Travis, she was run over by a pickup truck. What is she afraid of? A ram. Like the animal? Okay, okay, that makes sense. At the beginning, before they even said the story, I was thinking they were talking about chickens. Chickens? Chickens. They do make a noise when you touch them. They make a sound. They make a sound. John Jamingo. Bulldog for the Mack truck. And I don't like it. And I don't I don't want to be around it. I don't bring out the cop. The cop. The cock. Ding ding ding. Mark wins that one. Wait wait a second, Peggy! Peggy! Don't take the cotton balls away, please. Oh cotton. Cotton balls, Travis. They're gone. My God, you're shaking like a leaf. She's scared to death. Cotton balls. Uh, because she got hit by a truck. Are you trying to race bait me? No, no, Travis. <laughs> Let's finish off this game. It kind of stinks, Travis. Here's a third round. Of- it's ruining her life. She's teased in school, and she, of course, in school was called the girl. You know, once you know, this is what the side does to Mariah. My name is Brian. I hate, I hate everything about destroying my life. People make fun of me. I feel ashamed that I'm actually afraid of them. When I think about just want to throw up and run away. What I hate most about is the shape, the texture of it, the color, the Did she even speak English there? Yeah, she's afraid drunk. She's afraid of the shape of the, shape the letter the A, and that's text. why she's flunking out of school, and that's why she's been made shape, fun of. The color and the texture. The shape, color, and texture, drunk, it scares her. She's the bleep girl. Yeah, and she was teased, and she was teased to also. Because she's the bleep girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they named her after the thing that she's scared of, which is a really I, cruel thing to do. To yeah, use. oh, man. If you're going to do it, do it in school. I, I have a guess. Go while drunk thinking. Do it. Camel toe. She's scared of camel toes. Oh God! And then they called her camel toe. Man, that that would be really mean. Uh, toilet paper. Scared of toilet paper. I'm gonna go with eggs. Eggs. Egg girl. We wanted to see firsthand the extent of Mariah's pickle phobia, so we sent pickle. her to the Patterson Pickle yes. Factory where she would come face-to-face with thousands upon thousands of pickles. I don't want to touch them. I don't want to see them. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. 
She sounds like my wife, am I right? <laughs> so pickles are quite polarizing. What's your stance on the pickle? They're fine. See, I like a good. Oh, wait a minute. Is it a is it a full pickle or is it sliced? Maybe I like is a good it a dill sweeter? pickle and I like a good hot pickle, but like a sweet pickle or a bread and butter pickle, I just can't do those. those bread and you can shove a bread and butter pickle up your ass. Yeah, uh, see now I'm a fan of the bread and butter pickle. Although I have to say that if you're talking about chicken sandwiches at your favorite fast food restaurant, the pickle makes the fast food, which makes the Popeye chicken sandwich the best chicken sandwich because, as seen to me, has a close thing to a real uh, Jewish pickle. Oops, I'm I, sorry, kosher dill. I just had for the first time ever last weekend a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, it changed my fucking life. So I'm telling you, so goddamn good. Like I had Chick Fil A, I had Chick Fil A for the first time like six, seven months ago, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good chicken sandwich." We just had Popeye's chicken sandwich because there wasn't a Chick Fil A there, and I, Dude, I, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, no, a Popeye's really chicken good. sandwich makes a Chick Fil A chicken sandwich. It's bitch. Mm-hmm. Now, now you know why the cars were running around the drive yeah. through. We don't like we don't have Popeyes or Chick-fil-A's anywhere around here, so uh that's hence the reason why it took me till like a week ago to have a Popeyes chicken sandwich, but we I had gotten done with that chicken sandwich and we were way out of town and I was like I might have to get like two of these to go to take home. Joe, there's a Popeyes so it, it's good. the closest restaurant to my work, but like they're never open. They never have staff. And so I don't yeah, ever yeah. go there because every time I go there, they're like, we're not open. We don't have any staff. You're talking about the one yeah. that they had to barricade the entrance because it was blocking. No, the, the one by my work. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like most Dollar Generals. It's like, oh, sorry, we're closed today. Yeah, we just don't have staff. We're not. There's open. nobody to work here. So there was a Jack in the Box right next door to it, Travis. They just started doing that where like they just closed days because they didn't have anybody to work there. And now it's just closed because they couldn't find anyone to work there. So like (laughs) they're just like, well, I guess we can't be a restaurant anymore because nobody will work here. They need to open it up to have kids from the age of 15 to 18 work there. Correct. And they bring them in there and they teach them how to work and they teach them, you know, you can be around a fryer. You can be around a grill. They're 15 years old for goodness sake. Kids in China are building cars at that age. You can't be around. And they're doing a good job. Absolutely, they are. You can't tell me our dummy American 15-year-olds can't throw together a goddamn jack-in-the-box taco. They're building cars at 15 and committing suicide at 20. They make make a damn good shoe over there. Digging cobalt out of mines with a stick. You can't have a kid go into Taco Bell and make a burrito? Cut me a break. Automate it. Automate it. That that kid isn't is below the twelve dollars an hour they're gonna offer them. So you don't need it to pay a kid twelve dollars an hour. You pay uh, him eight dollars an hour. Well, just get robots to do it, John. Just have a, a machine shit me out a taco. They can figure it in out. In the state of Missouri, you gotta pay him at least twelve fifty. So yeah. you put one dumb shit dickhead in the fucking back room that make makes sure, sure the, the machines. Yeah, the machines are stuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fucking chicken slab fell out of the freezer into where it needed to process. And you just come on. Yeah, like an alarm will go off if the if the chicken isn't a certain temperature. Yeah, and then he just has to like make you know calibrate some stuff. Or yeah, the dumb dub presses a button and that fixes IT. it. John, did you have a fast food job? Everything is freeze frozen, and they take it and they put it in a bag of hot water, and then it water, and then they put water. it in a bag of water. right, and then they, they it goes in there and it steams, and then they bring it out, and that's how they serve it. It's not like they even have to cook it anymore. 
Back when I was a kid, I was 16 years old. I was in the back as a fry cook. I used to make burgers and and steak sandwiches and and hoagies and all that. I didn't have anything. I had to cut the lunch lunch meat and do all that stuff myself. I went. I moved from uh, when I was 15. I was a, a bus boy. Uh, moved to a, uh, a a line cook at 16 as well. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. With a hot ass fryer that didn't stop being hot. John, fun. my <laughs> first job was at Pizza Hut. Uh, I worked there for seven months, and they realized that I could figure things out, and so they just gave me the keys and told me I was the manager. Uh, and <laughs> then I worked there for I worked there for eight years, and I was actually fired from Pizza Hut after they fired years. you. Yeah, I, was, I didn't know this. I was fired from Pizza Hut because their uh, district manager switched over, and she had determined that. Me and Napier, we who were both fired on the same day, uh, were not customer maniacs, and so we were both fired. You weren't customer maniacs, so in other words, what's a customer? Could you explain what a customer maniac is? No, John, I can't explain it. To you, and that's why I was fired. Uh, Napier, they gave the option to not be management anymore and just go back to being a cook. They did not give me that option. They just told me I was fired. Ah, you must have been uppity. Yeah, I was. I was very uppity, John. I I did not go quietly. Um, yes, yeah, so I can see that. Uh, it, Travis, I have uh, one other fun thing to share. Now, I I know that I told you that. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm anti those e scooter things they have all over the place. I'm not. I love that watching people fucking, crash them. Every time, every time I go downtown, I see somebody fucking eat it on one. Are those those ones like the ride, like the bike share things where they used to have like the bike racks that yeah. you could like get the bike for an hour? Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know yep. what they did when they brought those to St. Louis, Travis? They threw them all in the river. Yeah, of course they did. If you you look in our area, half of those are in the Mississippi. (laughs) The first fucking day they dropped those things off, they said, nope. And they threw them all in the fucking river. Uh, Oh, this is a nice thing in the river with you. Travis, uh, Paris banned them. I have a clip. In the French capital, Parisians have voted to ban rental electric scooters in a referendum, while a while the vast majority of ballots supported the, the ban on the app-activated vehicles. Turnout was less than eight percent. Officials had promised to comply with the result, making Paris the first major European capital to ban the self-service scooters. Ban. We don't want your electric scooters. Scooters. The scooters. Ban the scooters. <laughs> Only 8% showed us. I saw a thing in Japan. Scooters. Over in Japan, what they do is they have the electric scooter, but you don't plug in and you don't charge your battery. What happens is you lift up the seat and there's two batteries with a handle. So you pull up to a almost like a, a, a battery place. You take out your two batteries, you plug it into two holes, and then all of a sudden it tells you, here's two charged batteries. You take those batteries, you stick them in your electric scooter, and you off you go. So you don't have to sit there and charge, which I think is an, a great idea. No, no and way I think, people in America are smart enough for that. Isn't in Japan, don't you just kind of like drop it off wherever and they come pick it up? I, I That I don't know, but I saw what I would say was uh, someone pull up and it looked like uh, maybe like a three gallon bucket and he pulled two of them out. 
he put them in, and then all of a sudden it was like whack-a-mole. Two two batteries kind of pushed out, and he picked them up, and he put it back in the bike. He put the seat down, and off he went. And I thought to myself, now, there you go. That I can get behind. <laughs> no, I hate those fucking things. Fucking tourists zipping around on those stupid-ass dude, things. Dude, I love it. I love watching people eat it on those yeah. things, dude. They're so funny. Yeah, I love it. What are those things called where they stand on them? Like uh, where Paul Segways. Blart, Mall, segways. Paul Blart, Mall Blart. Yeah, Mall Cop. Yeah, he. I, I love watching uh, tourists wipe out on those segways because they're not easy to drive, and sometimes they get away from you. Yeah, I'd never get on one of those things. Uh, <laughs> Travis, let me ask you a question. Do you have a pick of the week? And don't tell me it's Steely and Cleavy's Fish Steely and Cleavy's Greatest Hits, uh, released on uh, Bantam Records, uh, 2014. Uh, after uh, Stevie died, Travis, uh, I might I might need to, need to see if Marty James wants to come on and talk about this because he was real salty about it, Travis. I, I won't betray his trust and tell you all the things that he said, but it was a lot. Suffice it to say, he's like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Went. Travis's pick of the week this week is uh, an uninspired one, but I had just seen John Wick four this weekend. Um, I've seen and experienced some decent entertainment this week. Uh, nothing compares to John Wick 4. Uh, never realized that what I needed was John Wick with nunchucks, but that's what I got. And uh got to say, pretty wonderful. Those movies what do a really was, great job was, of coming up with fresh ideas to make them not stale because they could get stale because it's just him fucking beating the shit out of and shooting people for two and a half hours. I was about to say, uh, but every single... Was the three hours a tough sit? Not at all. I couldn't believe it was over. <laughs> really? Yeah. So they keep, I mean, it is just him shooting and fucking people up, but they keep introducing really cool shit. There was an amazing uh, camera shot that they haven't, that they hadn't done in uh, the first three movies for an extended sequence. That was really cool. Um, Travis, yeah, when, when they were, when they were fighting in the middle of the street, I thought, Jesus yeah. Christ, they're not going to top this. This is awesome. And then right after that, he went and just got a gun that just like set everybody on fire. And then had that like fucking a thing. When, you, you know, what's so funny about that? And <laughs> sorry, spoilers, but there's a part where they start to send everybody after John Wick and all these people are testing out their weapons. And this one guy tests out like a shotgun that shoots a shotgun shell that starts people on fire. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude. That guy's going to get that taken away immediately. <laughs> and John Wick is going to start everybody on fire. And guess what? The first shot that guy takes, John Wick takes it away and starts everybody on fire. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> the movie is, is something. Else. Travis, I have a great pick of the week, uh, but I can't tell you uh, that I liked the movie until tomorrow. Uh, so okay. Well, the, uh, good news. This podcast won't come out at least until tomorrow, oh, if not next week. <laughs> good, Travis. So they sent us a review copy of uh, the Mafia Mama is the name of the movie. And I was expecting it to be dumb, but I wanted to see it because I love Tony Collette. And that movie fucks, Travis. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's very violent. Like, you don't think it's going to be violent, but it is it's very violent. There, there's like eyeballs popping out and stuff. It's wild. Uh, so it, it's a comedy. It's kind of a silly comedy, but it's also like very gory and, and perfect. It's a hard R, this movie. Hollywood is starting to realize what we want, right? Did did they play the, the Nazi killing movie in front of John Wick when you saw it? 
Nazi killing? Nazi killing movie. Oh, yeah. That looks pretty wild, too. That looks like a Mad Max. Who is that guy? I have no idea. It kind of looks like Mads Mikkelsen, but it's not. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just him like fucking blowing people up and cutting heads off and shit. It looks fucking badass. Drunk pick of the week? Yeah, drunk picks for the rest of the month. You know, I got that wedding coming up, so go me. John, uh, do you have advice for drunk on on uh, marriage? Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, happy 420 to everybody. <laughs> and then uh, next week, uh, premiere of Deadliest Catch. Oh, uh, can't believe it's still on the TV. And, you know, there's <coughs> getting rid of all these crab seasons. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to show on the show. Is there a subtitle yet? You know, because like a lot of times when these shows go into like their billion season, oh, it's not they just got a called. Oh, that's right. All the crabs so, are in Russia now. Right. We don't so, have any crabs. Uh, like the yeah, show, after the show is called Bloodline, where they go fishing for tuna in Hawaii. And. Deadliest Catch Bloodline is what they call the tuna catching show? Yeah, because Phil Harris stored these maps in the Cornelia Marie, and then Josh found them, and he was trying to follow in his father's footsteps. And blah, blah, Well, that's blah, 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 a lie. Blah, blah, blah. You know, Josh, Travis, and Steve Harris. That's a lie. Uh, and then the, they called the other one, like, Deadliest Catch, like, Norway, because Sig went back to the old country to catch crabs out there because america doesn't have any crabs left so john you, you've been watching anything you, you've been uh listening to anything lately do you have what you'd say is like a pick of the week something you want to tell the people about i'm very excited for the final season of the amazing miss mazel and i can't remember what that's on but it's on amazon uh, amazing. amazon prime it's amazon prime yeah i've watched every season so far and i'm really really excited i love the writing in the amazing miss mazel it comes at a time where comedy it's you know where comedy was uh basically outlawed you couldn't be just, almost like today where you couldn't say certain <laughs> things and you could get arrested so uh i'm i'm excited to see how this shakes out I love the writing, and it. it's very quick, very fast. Guys, uh, John, he hosts a couple of podcasts. He hosts the uh, the Brand X podcast and the Rubberneckers and the Boomer Bunker. He's a busy fella, yes. wears a lot busy of Busy man. I can barely do this show. John, where can the people find you at? Well, what would be a good place to send people? Uh, to be honest with you, I, I, should, I should have something like that, but I don't. So it's either go to brandx.com, brandxpod.com, boomerbunker.com or rubberneckerspod.com and that's where our podcasts are. John, it was fun hanging out with you, man. It's always fun hanging hey, out with you, man. Thanks for filling in for you, guy. Maturity. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, hey, listen, drunk. Are you getting married? I am. On 420 okay, in Colorado. I'll tell you what. God bless you. You know, you just have to just start nodding your head and saying, yes, honey. All right. And you should have a very, very happy. I've been doing that for the last eight years. So there you go. Okay. Well, you think she's finally making an honest man out of yeah. you. Yeah. He did it right. I, I, I lasted five years and I finally proposed. He's doing eight. So this is. Perfect. Oh, I thought you said you last five years in your marriage. I lasted 13 and then I got out. <laughs> it's a different, that's a whole different story. <laughs> I, I, I went 16, Travis. So I guess I win, right? That's a win. Yeah, yep. 16. Guys, we did it. We um, fucking did it. Thanks. Well, now we'll see in a couple weeks, drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah drunk. Are you sure this time? I'm, I'm positive. Okay. Are you coming on April 
18th I, I, I next mean, Tuesday. I, I'll, I'll give you guys a call if you want me to. But, <laughs> uh, I'm Bill Dannon. for listening to this installment of WFOD. Our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. We don't advertise, so we rely on word of mouth. Please take a moment to tell a friend, share a link, leave a review, or any of the other things podcasts ask you to do. Music featured in this episode is by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Check him out at whitebataudio.com. You can contact us with comments or questions by phone at 636 636- 487 hand or by email at mike at wfodix.com travis at wfodix.com or drunk at wfodix.com special thanks as always to our patreon sponsors jim chadman brian kranz liquid lozenge valerie carpenter jay adson and rabbit poundings if you want early access to episodes you can support the show at patreon.com slash wfodix our entire catalog can be found at WFODshow.com, or you can find our feed of the latest episodes on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, iHeart, or wherever else fine podcasts are found. Check us out on social media, WFOD Show on Twitter and Instagram, WFODix on Facebook and YouTube. We will return next week, but really, we're never gone. Take care.